Ladies and gentlemen, your very own Michigan State Spartans. Goal scored by Fatai Alashe, Ryan Keener, and the cast. Let's hear it for your MSU Spartans, Rachel Van Poplen. Goal scored by Mary Catherine Fieberman. So right now we have homegrown signee uh, for the Toronto FC, Jay Chapman on right now. You know, how's stuff going now? Uh, with training and whatnot um everything's good you know um just kind of getting uh getting the legs loose you know getting my fitness in before uh preseason starts on the 23rd so uh yeah a couple of the uh, drafty guys are coming in you know we're uh we're getting workouts in and stuff like that you know just uh preparing for for preseason and uh, meet meeting all the coaching staff and uh getting used to the facilities so uh life is good very excited. So you were there last Thursday at in Philadelphia for the MLS Super Draft. Yep. You know what was that experience like? And then can you talk about Fatai getting drafted number four overall? What that experience was like as well? Yeah, no, it was uh, it was a great experience. You know, um, never actually been to downtown Philly, and you know the fact that the draft was there, the NSCAA convention was there. You know, there was a huge buzz around the city. Um, so it was awesome being there. You know, um, you know, watching fellow colleagues such as Fatai, you know, a couple other players I play with such as Skylar Thomas, who I grew up playing with, who actually got drafted to TFC as well. Um, it was good, you know, seeing them, you know, achieve their goals and, you know, watching players that I played with this past season getting drafted, you know, players that I respected uh, playing and stuff like that. It was really good to see them um, make, it, make it to the next level and see kind of behind the scenes of everything that goes on at the draft, you know. In the past couple of years, you know, we, I've seen Kevin Cope go and, um, you know, just seeing what it's like and, you know, just meeting, you know, different agents, different coaches and stuff like that. It's, uh, it's a really cool experience um, in terms with in terms with Fatai. Honestly, when when he got called at number four, um, it almost felt like I was getting drafted because <laughs> I was so happy for him. Um, yeah, I know. I think that's awesome for him. I know he's going to kill it. Out in San Jose, I was talking to him. Uh, I think it was like a night or two before the draft, and you know he was going over some places that he'd like to be and some coaches, you know, that he liked. And you know, San Jose was top on his list. So you know, I think it was. I think it's very awesome, you know, that everything worked out for him, and you know, he got the team that he wanted. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm very excited for him, his family. He's been uh, he's been one of the hardest workers I've ever played with. So. I'm just uh, very happy that uh, everything worked out for him. Uh, now, you signed the homegrown contract, but in some sense, as like when you were there, did you wish that your name was called and you can go up to the podium, or were you just fine with signing the homegrown and saying, let's get, let's get going here? Um, I mean, to be honest, yeah. I mean, when I'm sitting there and, you know, seeing all the guys walk up there, you know, it's kind of a big, uh, you know, thing. And uh, it's it's definitely kind of, not disappointing, but um, it's uh, it's different sitting there and watching. But you know, I was very confident um, in signing with TFC. You know, I know the club. I talked with all the coaches and everything. You know, I'm the hometown kid, so it's uh, I was very confident. You know, signing the homegrown contract, getting drafted. You know, would have been cool, as I think anyone who actually got drafted would say. <laughs> um, but you know, signing the homegrown, the homegrown is uh, it's a great experience as well, and. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, kind of just goes hand in hand. Okay. Let's kind of go back to after, you know, the Elite Eight game against Providence. You know, mm-hmm. you fall at home to Providence, your season's done. 
you know, did you figure that it was just time to move on because you did well in the NCAA tournament? You were one of the, you know, explosive players in the field. Everyone noticed. Did you feel like, hey, it's time for the professional career? Or did you kind of sit back and think, maybe I should come back another year? Um, well, I mean, I think um, talking with Damon and, um, you know, different representatives and stuff. I mean, I've playing professional is been my goal you know ever since I was a young kid and being at Michigan State has been awesome you know I love I love the college game it's been awesome and at the beginning of the season I knew you know towards the end of the season depending on depending on how I did you know I'd I'd probably have the chance to sign professional um I mean I went over I went over to Europe last spring and trained with Stoke City so um you know I kind of got a taste of what it's like to be a professional player and stuff like that. And after having, you know, two consecutive great seasons with the team, I felt like my stock and myself, I was where I needed to be, you know, coming back from my senior year would have been awesome. You know, um, you know, I love the program. I love the guys. I love the coaches, but you know, it does risk injury and you know, anything can happen back then. So I felt like where I was from a personal standpoint, and, you know, talking with uh, Kylie and Damon, you know, I think that they agreed with me and they were very supportive of my uh, decision to leave early. But, you know, I mean, leaving Michigan State is never an easy thing to do, you know, because I think I think I speak for myself and all the athletes there. You know, it's you really develop a love for the school as well as the community. So it was definitely a tough decision, but one, you know, that I'm very confident in and I look forward to uh, I look forward to playing the uh, professional level now speaking of when you said you went to europe and you got to train with stoke city english newspapers and websites love to spread rumors and start you know things Mm -hmm. such and you know i'm sure you've seen it you know swansea was interested they said sunderland aston villa celtic Mm -hmm. was even interested we're in stoke city like you said when you train with them were any of those a possibility for you or did you kind of say toronto is the best fit for me you know don't want to risk going going to play in europe and Mm -hmm. you know something bad happens yeah, well, no, like when I went over to Stoke City, um, you know, it was an awesome experience just training with those guys day in and day out and just kind of learning what the European soccer, um, you know, is like. Um, I wanted to come back for my junior season, which is, you know, why I didn't uh, choose to pursue the Stoke City Avenue. You know, there was interest, of course. You know, I think every young soccer player, you know, eventually wants to end up playing in Europe and stuff like that. But me personally, I've always wanted to kind of start my career out in MLS, you know, I've, I've grown up watching MLS and after, you know, playing with the uh, Toronto FC Academy, you know, it's an awesome league. And I think you can see that it's growing, you know, not only with other big name players going like Gerard to LA, but, you know, myself and TFC are going to, you know, be able to train with the train with the likes of Alton or Bradley Giovinco. So, I think the league is growing and, you know, I kind of wanted to be a part of that and be, and be a part of the uh, legacy that TSC is, uh, is uh, going here. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's always going to be very appealing when European clubs come towards you. And, uh, you know, hopefully eventually I'll be able to uh, make it over there. But, yeah, I, I mean, I just wanted to start my career out in MLS and see, uh, and see how everything goes here. Now, speaking of, you said Altidore, Bradley, you know, Robbie Finley, who had some stints with the U.S. men's national team, you yep. know, Sebastian Giovinco, who played for Juventus and other Serie A teams and mm-hmm. um, played for the under-21 Italian team. You know, how 
you know, I mean, how excited are you to play with those caliber of players? I mean, are you excited to learn from them and to, and you know, just to see what you what you what your talent is against them, like where you stand? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. Um, you know, from what I've heard, and you know, I mean, it's it's not a surprise. Bradley is one of the hardest working pros, and I mean, just from talking to the coach and stuff, he trains a hundred percent every day. So I think not only is he like in my position, but you know, just to train with him every day and, you know, learn what it's like to be a pro and learn what he does every day. I think it's going to be very, very beneficial in terms of my development. And it's going to be awesome to play with him, you know, talk with him, you know, just learn, you know, what he's done and learn like what it takes to uh, be successful. And, you know, Giovinco, he's, he's a world-class player. And I mean, when you want to become a pro, you want to play with the best, you know, learn from the best. So I think at TFC, you know they're bringing in all these big name players. It's very exciting for a young, a young guy like me, and uh, I think it. I think it's going to be very beneficial, and I, uh, I look forward to working with all of them. Uh, does that make you nervous a little bit? Because I mean, Toronto FC just created a USL Pro team. You know, you have a lot of designated players. You're a homegrown player. Um, does that make you nervous that maybe for your first year you're not going to get with the first team? You may have to start at USL Pro, or you know, are you going to? Do you think you'll start with the first team? talking with the coaches you know before I sign my uh, contract and everything from myself I expect to you know be with the first team that's that's been my expectations you know I I think the USL pro is a very very good thing uh for the club you know it's going to give you know maybe first team players who don't get the minutes you know that they want or you know maybe they're coming back from injury I think it's going to give them games which is uh which is very good and it's going to give players the path you know, from the academy and stuff like that to get to the first team. So it's going to kind of pave the way. So I think that's a big thing. But for me, you know, I have very high expectations of myself and I expect myself, you know, depending on how I do in training camp and how I uh, fit into the team, I expect myself to like competing for minutes in the uh, first uh, season and stuff like that. And, you know, I think playing with these guys and stuff like that, it's not going to, you know, really make me nervous. It's almost just going to make me uh, thankful and, you know, I mean, I'm just going to soak everything in, you know, and just work my uh, work my heart out, and uh, hopefully, I'll get the minutes that I'm uh, that I'm looking for. I guess, yeah. What do you need to do to prepare yourself for playing against the most talent? You know, Fatai kind of told me conditioning was a was a thing for him. He needs to get better. Mm-hmm. He needs to improve upon. You know, for you, um, you know, Damon's told me you usually kill, you know, the conditioning tests. I mean, you usually yeah. run the longest on in the treadmill. You told me, um, you know, what is something you really need to work on? Is it putting on more, you know, muscle or, or what? Um, yeah, I definitely think for myself, I'm going to have to put on a little bit of weight and, you know, uh, get a, get definitely a little bit of more muscle on me. I mean, the MLS is such a physically demanding league and, you know, playing in the midfield, that's kind of the heart of it all. So I think I'm definitely going to have to put in some work in the gym and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure that they'll have me on, you know, weight gaining, uh, plan or whatever it is you know you get meals before after uh training which is going to help a lot but i think the biggest thing you know is just learning the speed of the game and kind of kind of the off the field um things you know like hitting the gym you know learning how to recover after a game you know how to prepare before a game because you know it's uh you know in college you get a taste of it but i mean the uh, pro level is very different and i mean every game is is it's super high intensity and you know some stretches you know you'll have maybe only two or three days uh before your next game and 
and it's all about the uh, preparation after uh, one game. So um, I think kind of, you know, just learning how to uh, manage my time and, uh, you know, the do's and don'ts of being a professional soccer player. I think learning that is going to be the biggest thing for me. You know, a lot of reporters and soccer critics, you know, say college soccer doesn't do a good job of, you know, transitioning youth players and college players to the professional game. You know, what's your thought about that? And, you know, how did the MSU coaching staff help you prepare for the professional level? Uh, well, I mean, I disagree with that. I think, um, you know, maybe it's not the same as Europe, of course. You know, I mean, they start playing, you know, in academies like professional academies when they're like probably like eight years old, right? <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, I think the college game, you know, is growing and it's very beneficial. You know, it's uh, it's a very athletic, you know, and uh, kind of powerful sort of setup, which is very similar to the MLS, actually. And I think... You know, when you're playing at elite programs such as Michigan State, you know, the UCLA's and stuff like that. I think it's very similar um, in terms of the MLS, but I also think, you know, that it's it's different in the sense that, like, you'll have, you know, maybe four, four or five guys, if you're lucky, on a college team, you know, that, that are ready to make the step to the MLS. Whereas in the MLS, you know, you got everyone who's just very good, you know, the best of the best. So... I think in terms of like transitioning it, I think you have to be at like a high program and I'm very thankful um, that I was able to go to Michigan state, you know, and that everything worked out for me, you know, training day in and day out with great coaches like Damon Rensing and Kylie Sanders, who, you know, I'm very happy for getting the uh, job at Yale. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be great for him. He's, uh, he's more than capable of uh, turning that program into a winning side. And, um, you know, training with them, even, you know, the guys. I mean, there's not one guy on that team, you know, who didn't put everything that they had into it. And, you know, I think when you're when you're surrounding yourself with guys on the same path as you, it, uh, it definitely makes it a lot easier. So, um, I mean, being at Michigan State, working hard, I think it – I think they made it very – not easy, but they made it uh, very, very opportunistic – for me to, uh, you know, make it to the next level. So I'm very thankful for that. You know, some mock drafts had Fatai possibly going to Toronto FC. You know, yeah. uh, what would kind of life be like if uh, you and Fatai were reunited at Toronto? <laughs> oh, I mean, it'd be awesome. You know, me and Fatai have an awesome relationship. You know, playing in the midfield, you know, it's been uh, it's been awesome with him. You know, I think that we complement each other very well. I mean, me and him always joke around, you know, we're – you know, we're always giving each other a hard time and stuff like that. So <laughs> I imagine we'd probably live together. So, you know, we'd uh, we'd get some banter going on. But, I mean, it'd be awesome if he came here. I'd, uh, I'd, love, to, I'd love to play with him and play against him. And hopefully, you know, this year I'll see him when we play San Jose. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll be on his team in the future. You never know. So, I mean, it'd be awesome. But, um, you know, I'm very happy for him in uh, San Jose. He said he'd like you to come out to California instead of him going to Toronto. Yeah, yeah. I think the feeling is pretty mutual there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, another teammate of yours, Adam Montague, drafted the third round to Vancouver. Yep. So you have another guy in Canada. You're going to head over to Vancouver. I know it's a little far from Toronto, but, uh, you know, how, how are you feeling for Adam right now? Oh, I'm, I'm super psyched for Adam. You know, he, you know, there's not one guy that deserves it more than him. You know, he's a great guy. Um, very, very happy for him. He definitely deserves it. I think, you know, he could have even gone higher than that. He's, uh, he's a wonderful player. And, you know, a great friend. Vancouver is actually where my uh, mom's family's from, so I have a lot of relatives up there. So mm-hmm. I sh- I'm sure I'll be seeing Adam uh, pretty soon. And you know, I hope 
Pelby does really well out there. Vancouver's a great city. I, I'm sure he'll love it there. You know, hopefully he can make the roster and uh, you know live the pro life, which I'm I'm very confident uh, that he can. And yeah, I'm I'm super psyched for him, and uh, I can't wait to see him soon. Awesome. Well, Jay, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. Yep, no worries. Yeah, you um, you know, I hope uh, to see you on uh, ESPN one day, or uh, maybe I'll come down to Chicago and or Columbus, uh, like I told Fatai, and I'll go watch uh, you play against those teams. And, you know, I'm really happy for you, man, and uh, all the best. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot, Brooks. Yeah, you thanks take it easy. Yep. All right, take care. Take Bye. care.